0: Football today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootballcbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league.
1: Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and he We got a lot of injury news for you here on the Fantasy Football Today podcast on the bonus mailbag show. Happy Saturday, happy holidays. Dave, you know, as we grow older, we change. We go through different changes, different phases of life. I am in a new phase of life. Um, something that I never thought would happen. I uh, I like Christmas music now, and I've been listening to it a lot.
0: What's wrong with
1: that? Nothing wrong with it. it's just I I was always anti Christmas music. Now I love.
0: It. I I used to be anti guacamole because I thought it looked weird. Really? And then uh, I where did I try it for the first time? I can't remember.
1: El Mariachi. But I,
0: but I liked it.
1: Mm, yeah. El Mariachi Now I great and
0: now I practically can't eat anything without guacamole.
1: <laughs> see, we all go through changes. Uh, Let's uh, read some emails of at com. That's, of course, why we're here. But first, the news and notes. That is, of course, why we're here. And we're recording this 4.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday afternoon. Todd Gurley did not practice, which isn't a surprise. What do we know now as of 4.30? What do we know?
0: We know that he is considered a game-time decision. The Rams want to work him out before the game to see if he'll be himself or as close to himself as he could be they do not want to risk him hurting himself further so whatever he's got going on in his knee it sounds like it's a partial deal i don't want to say like a you know partial acl or it's nothing like that it's probably a strain of something in there there's inflammation involved they added cj anderson the number one reason why i think they added cj anderson is for pass protection I don't think the coaching staff trust John Kelly in that regard. But there was a report from ESPN soon after it was announced that Gurley was a game-time decision that C.J. Anderson would start and see the majority of reps with John Kelly as a backup. So Anderson, I think, is the one you got to go and pick up ASAP if you haven't done it already. Put him on your bench if you've got Todd Gurley. That would be the emergency replacement to put into lineups if Gurley does not go
1: on Sunday. I told you. Yeah, remember, you were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. L- you were right. Lucky guess. Lucky guess. <laughs> um, it's, it's so- weird,
0: though, isn't it? Like, this dude just joined the team on Tuesday, and now they're going to ask him to play what I would imagine to be a significant role probably yeah. in the neighborhood of 40 snaps in
1: a big game, you know? Like, Huge game for them. they should win, but you know, it's, it's not. I think a, Arizona's going to be hyped. I don't care. I c I couldn't care less if they're hyped. They're terrible. Well, but
0: you'd rather them not be hyped. You'd rather them be, you know, down in the dumps and depressed and, you know, wanting to go on vacation already. Well, why are they but I gonna be hyped? They're gonna try and, I think they're gonna try harder than you think. I don't think this is gonna be a blowout. Well, the line is like uh Rams minus fourteen, something like that.
1: Oh, didn't we learn anything from the Packers minus fourteen against the Cardinals?
0: Yeah, I'm I, I would take Arizona all day long.
1: Yeah, I would, I would, I would sit it out. So if Todd Gurley sits it out, and it's just really amazing that he might miss this game. Like I never, it never even seemed real to me because he came back in last week after he got hurt. But if he misses this game, where would you anticipate ranking C.J. Anderson?
0: I would put him in my top twenty-four. It would probably be right around like twenty-three, twenty-four. Would it be maybe he scores like the matchup is so good that he could fall into the end zone. Yeah, yeah. But I he's not gonna do what Todd Gurley does. I don't think he's that good.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Big <laughs> statement. CJ
0: Anderson is no Todd Gurley, people. Watch out.
1: But um Okay, so would you start him over like Jordan Howard?
0: No, I'd take Howard.
1: You would? Okay. Uh okay. Let's move on. Damian Williams, is he? Does he have a clearer path now? Because Spencer Ware is doubtful, I believe.
0: Absolutely. Ware practiced on a limited basis all week, and then the Chiefs listed him as doubtful. That tells me that they won't use Ware unless either he his hamstring heals miraculously or if there's another player that gets hurt or something like that along the way. Typically, players who are listed as doubtful, they might as well be listed as out. So yeah. Damian Williams should be in line for 15-plus touches. Plenty of goal line work in a high-scoring game against the Seahawks. Beautiful. Easily a top 15 running back.
1: Okay, we got more news. Juju Smith-Schuster did not practice. So if he does not play, do you downgrade Ben Roethlisberger?
0: Duh. It's it's bad all the way around because it makes it easier for the Saints to scheme away Antonio Brown. I guess. And they've got safeties that can take away Vance McDonald.
1: But but let's be honest here. Like... Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger have been great before they had Juju, before they had any good number two wide receivers. Like right, I, but, I don't know that it but hurts. But now
0: the replacement Brown. for Juju is going to be James Washington, who hasn't had enough experience duh. to be a serious threat.
1: <laughs> you said, duh. me. Um OK, so I asked you today earlier, Ben Roethlisberger or Breeze. You have Ben fourth and Breeze eighth. It'll change. It'll change. You'd move Ben that far down?
0: If not, significantly
1: farther down. Oh, okay. Okay. So, keep an eye on that. Odell Beckham's out. Tyler Boyd is out. LaShawn McCoy is in. Keenan Allen is expected to play, but he still could be a game-time decision. But he's expected to play. DeAndre Hopkins and Lamar Miller are questionable. We expect them to play. Julio Jones could be a game-time decision. Say what? He
0: practiced on a limited basis on Friday. He is beat up. He's got hip issues. He's got rib issues. The Falcons aren't playing for anything. There was a very ominous tweet from D Orlando Ledbetter earlier this week that said that fantasy owners should be prepared to not have a certain someone in their lineup. He was referring, I believe to Julio Jones. I'm, I would hold out hope that he plays. It sounds like he's a true game time decision, but the Falcons have no reason to put him on the field. That's a meaningless game. Why? Why do it? So, I hope they don't listen to the podcast and go, hmm, Dave's right. We shouldn't use him in this <laughs> game. But we'll see.
1: We will. And th- that actually would have a lot of fantasy implications because I'm sure we would want to sit Matt Ryan, right?
0: I'm sure we would want to sit Matt Ryan.
1: Yeah. But but I dropped Calvin Ridley earlier this week. Now do I have to feel like an idiot about it?
0: No. Nah. Okay. It's shaping up to be a big Tevin Coleman week. And I might have to go back on... How I feel about Austin, Austin Hooper. There it is.
1: Yeah. Um, but you don't think that Calvin Ridley or Mohammed Sanu would, would jump into the flex conversation? No,
0: those two. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe in the flex conversation, they'll they'll jump in a little more. Justin Hardy could get in there, too, as their third receiver. I don't know if I want to start these guys. I'd have to be pretty desperate.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: So, believe like, or, give me Robbie Anderson, give me Robert Foster.
1: I think we're ready to go. Kenny Galladay's questionable. Frank Gore wants to play for the Dolphins in 2019, and I can't find my Hooper soundbite, so that's disappointing. How do I not? Where's my? You blew it. <laughs> oh, hey, Hooper. there we go. All right, emails from Alex. Half PPR. Choose two out of three: Kenyon Drake, Jarvis Landry, Curtis Samuel.
0: Landry's the must. I I think I would have to go with Drake ahead of Samuel because of the quarterback situation that is taking place in Kakalaki.
1: Is this the kind of person, this poor Alex fellow, who you would recommend looking yes. at James Washington or Calvin Ridley or Mohamed Sanu? Sure. Yeah. Who, who would be go your to favorite? Town.
0: Who would be my favorite out of that group? Yeah. I guess really carries the most upside.
1: Yeah, unfortunately he's the most owned, but yeah.
0: So then Sanu would be next.
1: Here's Derek. Dear LeTigre, Ferrari, Blue Steel, and Magnum. Those are Zoolander looks. That's what I thought. 12-team PPR league. Tough choice. Choose three of these four. Chubb, Mixon. Oh, five. Three of five. Chubb, Mixon, Lindsey, Cook, and Samuels.
0: I'm going with Chubb, I'm going with Lindsey, and I'm going with Cook.
1: From JC, Ertz, Stills, or Robbie Anderson? Standard scoring.
0: I believe I have Ertz the highest of the three. It is a very close call between him and Roberto.
1: Spencer in Nebraska, Robbie Anderson or Stefan Diggs? I ha- I am down... I'm a big underdog in my championship. Anderson or Diggs, PPR.
0: And he mentioned in the email that he's worried about Darius Slay covering Diggs. What we noticed last week was that Diggs and Thielen were moving all over the formation, whereas Slay is probably going to just stay at either one side or he'll take whoever's on the outside between Diggs and Thielen. I would go with Diggs.
1: This is from Dave from Ontario. Dear Adam and Reith, which is funny. I know he's not here, but that's funny. Half PPR. Yes. Uh, friend For my first title in my home league, I need this win. I am facing Mahomes, and I own Kelsey. Knowing that I have Samuels as well, would you start Ben Roethlisberger or Deshaun Watson?
0: Well, Ben, it comes down to Juju Smith-Schuster. If he plays, I'd go with him. If we don't know his status by the time the game starts, I'd go with Deshaun Watson. You know, I might even feel good about going with Deshaun Watson anyway. Okay. I I might put Watson in my lineup. And oh. then not even look for juju news. I'm and kind knowing, of coming around on that.
1: Knowing I will be at a wedding with my opponent Saturday afternoon during the game, should I start the Titans or the Browns?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Titans. But it has nothing to do with the wedding.
1: Dear Pat, Todd, Devontae, and Travis. Pat Todd. Maybe those Devante. are players on his team, I hope. Pat Mahomes, yeah, Todd Burley. Sure. Oh, I bet Devante. they're number, they're number one at each position. Uh, this okay, is from Sean. Work. Sean of the Windy City. Where's that?
0: Somewhere in the Midwest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any cities there.
1: PPR League. I have Ingram, Sony Michelle, Fournette, and Elijah Maguire. Who should I start? PPR. Ingram, Michelle, Fournette, and Maguire. And you only need one of these guys? Yes, sir.
0: Well, you're going to go with the one that you knew you would start in your fantasy championship all along, and that's Elijah Maguire. 20 <laughs> touches in consecutive games, over 70% of the snaps. Catches a few balls. Works the goal line. Great matchup against Green Bay. I think the Jets win, by the way.
1: Ooh, well, you know, Dave, you know what I'm thinking. That's our bonanza. So I thought
0: that that was a bold bonanza call, by the way.
1: Yeah. You know, it is what it is. What Not it is. every
0: bonanza call you make has as much stones as this one. This is
1: what you said last week when I went with uh, 49ers Seahawks.
0: Yeah. You're, you've brought out the grapefruits in consecutive weeks.
1: Yeah. Onions as someone once said. Okay, uh, the email now. I have no name or city here. He says, hey, Peralta, Boyd, Jeffords, and Holt. That is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Very big fan. I need to start two running backs. I have to choose between Mixon, Nick Chubb, and Chris Carson in PPR.
0: I'm, I'm sitting Mixon. Okay. I'm worried about his game script the most. I'm worried about the matchup for him the most.
1: From Logan. If Spencer Ware is in, I'm not going to assume Spencer Ware is in this weekend because he probably isn't. So now choose two in PPR. James White, Tevin Coleman, Gus Edwards, and Damian Williams.
0: I'm going Williams and Coleman. And I might go that way even if Spencer Ware had a miraculous recovery and we knew about it before kickoff on Sunday.
1: From, again, no name. Dear Red Lou Bob. It's Ricky. You don't see it right there? No.
0: Ricky from the Grand Canyon?
1: You being serious, or you're just making that up?
0: I can't believe you don't see it. It's, <laughs> I, I'm looking right at my Shut screen. Shut up, dear. Thanks Re- been listening for a long time, Ricky. Near the Grand Canyon,
1: dear Red, Lou, Bob, and Stan.
0: Those are Cardinals.
1: They are, aren't they?
0: There are a lot of big Cardinals fans near the Grand Canyon.
1: I tr- I am in the fantasy championship, but I probably deserve to lose. I traded James Connor for Austin Eckler in week seven. Uh then I dropped tight end eligible Jalen Samuels at eleven fifty nine AM in the final week of the regular season to pick up to pick up Chris Conley, and now I'm playing against Samuels at tight end. But no one cares. So Ben Roethlisberger. Um okay, no, he's telling us his lineup. But pick a flex. Alshon Jeffrey, Robbie Anderson, or Kalen Bellage I'll take Alshon. From Matt. Keenan Allen, Robbie Anderson, Deshaun Hamilton, Damian Williams.
0: It's Williams for me. If, uh, if Ware is indeed out, which we're expecting at this point.
1: And if not, Keenan Allen? If Ware's in, Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen. Okay. Half PPR, Vance McDonald, Chris Herndon, or Gerald Everett? McDonald should get a little boost if Juju's out.
0: Maybe, but I still think that the uh, Saints will be able to take him away with Von Bell. They've, they've done a really good job of just limiting tight ends against them. We saw it firsthand on Monday. I, I wouldn't want to trust Vance McDonald. Okay, I've got Herndon at ranked the highest. I've got Herndon one spot ahead of Gerald Everett. I like what the uh, stats have been for Everett the past couple of weeks. More playing time, more targets, seven targets in each of his last two games. And if Gurley's out, it would make perfect sense for the Rams to use Everett a little bit more.
1: But you have Herndon ahead, right? I currently have Herndon ahead. Okay. Gurley isn't ruled out yet. From Sal... Start two, standard scoring. Robbie Anderson, Cortland Sutton, Chris Hogan, Mohammed Sanu.
0: Robbie is the easy one, and I I think I'll trust Sutton ahead of Sanu.
1: All right, what do we got here? We got JJ from a city in Texas that's not Houston. Austin. Thanks and praise cannot surmount to what I truly owe you all. The men in my fantasy league look up to me like I have been touched with the wisdom of Solomon. In reality, I am but a mere mortal who pays attention to the right group of fantasy gurus. Thank you for elevating my fantasy manager status and leading me thus far. Now I am in the championship and face a true juggernaut. I must assemble my best team and can sure use a championship-level answer to this question. Start two wide re- Start a wide receiver two and a flex. All right, the wide receivers to choose from are Galladay, Robbie Anderson, and Dante Pettis.
0: I will take Robbie Anderson.
1: The flex is Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack, Damian Williams, Galladay, Samuels, and Pettis. My goodness. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, wow.
0: Yeah, I'll take Henry, but I'd love to figure out a way to use everybody else. He must have <laughs> superstars at running back.
1: Well, he's Maybe he's Harris. got
0: Gurley, and he's going to need to replace Gurley.
1: So you're going Derrick Henry over Damian Williams. This is, uh. Oh, yeah. PPR? I don't know. Okay. And then he says. Yeah. This,
0: this guy acts like he has the wisdom of Solomon, but he forgot to put what type of scoring system <laughs> he has in his fantasy league.
1: Okay. This is from Graham, a fellow CBS interactive employee. Hey, cool. Through a series of unfortunate events, I'm entering my two quarterback leagues championship with these options. Foles, Tannehill, Mullins, and Taylor Heineke. Pick two. And
0: I got to pick another one of these steps. <laughs> yeah, Oh, <Oy>, Gavalt. Um, <laughs> it's
1: Mullins for me. I think. I,
0: yeah, I hate the matchup for all three of these guys. Uh, Heineke the one that's got the easiest matchup. I'm. I might take Heineke. <laughs> Man, I the Mullins. You want to take Mullins? Go ahead and take
1: Mullins. <laughs> Uh Matt from Toronto, dear Hans. I think I
0: think this is finally a question where like you should find your pet and put three bowls of his food out. And whichever bowl he goes to, the first one is Tannehill, the second one is Mullins, the third one is Heineke. Whichever bowl he goes to, that's the guy you start.
1: Yeah, I did that last year. I forgot what the uh what the thing was, but I gave Zoe two bowls of food and she picked one and that was the answer to a fantasy question. Uh but last week not that she's my pet, but last week I asked my wife to choose Breezer, uh, Breezer Rothusberger. No, Breezer Cousins. And she did a terrible job and said Breeze. Uh, Matt from Toronto says, Dear Hans, Stuart, Simon, and Thomas. Hans, Stuart, Simon, and Thomas.
0: Yeah, what do you got? Come on. Oh, those
1: diehard bad guys? Yes, from one, two, three, and four. I guess I don't know the stupid name of. A stupid I know that one too. and three are Hans and Simon. Yeah, that yeah, they were brothers, right? They were.
0: God, Die Hard three was so bad.
1: What don't don't you dare? It was so bad. That's you just can't solve the the water jug math problem that it embarrassed you. Uh, all right, so here's the question: standard scoring, pick two: Ingram, Maguire, Fournette, and Jeffrey.
0: I would go with McGuire and Jeffrey
1: from. From Steve in Greensboro Oh, this is a different type of question, Dave Not just a starter sit question, no This one, a little more nuanced This one is A regulator's question Hey, gang We need some regulating here My 12-team league is completely done The only teams remaining are me And the winner of another league meeting this week In the final championship No loser's bracket going on Nothing Hold on there we go. My issue is, when I checked to make ads on Wednesday morning, I noticed the player who I beat out in the championship last week. So this is a, a league that has two separate 12-team leagues, in case you haven't picked up on that. The player who I beat out in the championship last week made two ads that were processed on Wednesday. He added Tyrell Williams and Kalen Bellage. He's not playing any games. His season is over. Trying to look at it from both sides, my only thought is that he could have made this claim when he was still in the running. However, I'm suspicious and in my opinion there is a serious potential collusion issue. I Send brought them back. I brought this issue up and was told that the site does not allow the commissioner to cancel moves, not CBS by the way. And nothing could can or will be done. And the commissioner's eyes in the commissioner's eyes there is nothing wrong with this. Please let me know what your thoughts are on the issue and how it should be regulated. Okay.
0: There is absolutely no reason in the world why Somebody who's out of it should be allowed to make ad drops like they don't have a third place game. You're not trying to accrue points for anything. There is zero reason for him to add these players. The commissioner should be able to go back into the league, cancel those transactions or at least force him to cut those players, put them back out on waivers again so that he has a but chance he can't. to go and get
1: them. like that's the easy thing to do. But he can't like the, the, the league, the site the commissioner can't it.
0: or the commissioner won't the, or the commissioner will can't not figure it out. allow it. What kind of a site is this I, I, this sounds like a weak mom and pop type of site is that what it is, no, is it's, like, not, uh,
1: it's not at all you know
0: nerdy dot net no like, where are you playing your fantasy leagues bub no, i'm uh, a major site i'm frustrated with it and i would uh um, what are you
1: gonna do there's nothing to do Luckily, i guess there's really
0: nothing you can do other than kick the other guy's butt who you're playing this and
1: he picked up Calen Balazs and Tyrell Williams. Like, if Keenan Allen plays, I'm not really thinking you're going to. Right,
0: gonna... and Kalen's going up against the Jaguars.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from Evan in Franklin, Pennsylvania. Dear J- Dave, <laughs> Jamie, Heath, and Butterfinger. Playing for the championship after starting 0-4. My opponent has Deshaun Wat, Deshaun Washington. What's wrong with me? I have Hopkins. Who has the advantage in a situation like this? Also, Samuels or Ertz at tight end?
0: Depends on the scoring more often than not. It's going to be the receiver that has the edge. But a good portion of the time, a lot of the points will just get canceled out, especially when it's like a true surefire number one receiver for a team that doesn't really have a great number two option like Houston.
1: I think the wide receiver has the advantage. like you'd rather have a bad game from your wide receiver than your quarterback usually, and if one has a bad game, the other will. Maybe. Maybe. What are the odds that...
0: What are the odds that Hopkins has a bad game, but Watson right. has a good game? So low, so low. Yeah, it's a little different for you know a quarter. Like let's just say Jared Goff had been playing well, and he's a no-brainer start. He's got so many receivers that it's hard to look at him and say, "Well, he's going to have a bad game if Brandon Cooks also has a bad game." Like Goff can have a great game with yeah. Brandon Cooks having a bad game because he's got so many other weapons around him.
1: Samuels or Ertz at tight end. Ertz. Jamal Williams or Fournette. Jay Will. All right, let's go faster, Dave. Christian wants to know Mike Williams or Robbie Anderson.
0: I'll go Anderson and tell Edge I said hi. Do you know him? Christian? Mm-hmm. Former tag team champion. Oh, okay. A master with the kazoo.
1: Caleb Reyes in Raleigh, North Carolina. Dear Eaton, Hemry, Roberts, and Moyer. Pitchers? That would be Adam Eaton, Heath Hemry, Dave Roberts, and Jamie Moyer. Adam Heath, David Jamie. Pick two, half PPR. Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Damian Williams, Tevin Coleman.
0: Cook and Williams for me.
1: No James Conner? I'm
0: going to pass on James Conner, and here's the analysis for it. <laughs> He's
1: not going to play. I'm a huge Browns fan, says Steven from Halifax. Uh, am I crazy to grab Mayfield and start him over Ben Roethlisberger? If Juju's out, I would do it. No! Yes. Well, have you, he's had an entire career without like great
0: number two wide receivers. But he's had good number two wide receivers. And now I don't know what he's got at number two receiver or running back. And it's a tough matchup. Hey. He needs Juju for me to feel confident in starting him. Christo. And I, I have this exact scenario right. in my keeper league. All right. And if Juju is out, if the word is that Juju won't play, I'm making that change myself. Besides Bakers the start of the week, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> uh
1: Christo from the home of the Bucks and Brewers, which is Milwaukee, who will be destroying the Knicks on Christmas. My team is Mahomes, Mixon, Cook, Hopkins, Juju, Kittle, and Woods. With Robbie Anderson, Jamal Williams, Elijah McGuire, Mike Williams, Jalen Samuels, and Josh Adams on my bench. Would you make any changes for him?
0: Well, he's probably going to want to know who to start in place of Juju in case Juju yeah. is...
1: Well, it looks like he needs a out, wide out. receiver. Oh, no, he can move Woods to wide receiver. He can, and maybe right, flex.
0: and then he can start one of the running backs at flex. I would pick McGuire.
1: Uh, but for the record, like, I think I would start Jamal Williams and maybe Jalen Samuels over Robert Woods.
0: Mm, I like Woods' chances even more if Gurley's out. All right. And, you know, Gurley will probably be a little limited even if he does play.
1: Matt from a city in England.
0: Um, isn't like Leicester a city?
1: I think it's pronounced Leicester. Leicester. What I say? Leicester. Yeah, I said Leicester. Leicester City, I think, is the football club. Yeah, that's what I said. Dear Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, and Vixen. RB two and a. F- <laughs> that's what I said. RB two and a flex. Brita Miller Ingram Jamal Williams Alshon Jeffrey.
0: I would go with Alshon, and I believe I have Lamar Miller ranked the highest of those other running backs.
1: Here's an email from Aiden. I'm in the championship for the first time in six years of playing fantasy football. All right. Congratulations. I have used the Houston DST most of the year, but I just picked up the Cleveland DST. Who would you start?
0: I'll start the DST going up against Jeff Driscoll with no A.J. Green and no Tyler Boyd and yeah. that would be the brownies.
1: I love listening to this podcast like Adam is the youngest brother to Dave Jamie and Heath pretending they have a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh I right, no name here start 2 out of 3 in PPR. Philip Lindsay, Dalvin Cook, Tariq Cohen. I'm sitting Cohen. Start 1 PPR. Landry, Robbie Anderson, Mike Williams.
0: I'm starting Landry. Just kidding.
1: I'm going with Robbie. Robbie, okay, weird. From Mitchell. Full team uh full 12 team full PPR, excuse me. I'm an underdog to the highest scoring team. Gus Edwards or Damian Williams? Damian. Galladay or Robbie Anderson?
0: I believe I have Robbie higher in PPR.
1: Wilson or Baker Mayfield? Russ. From Dane, pick two in PPR if Connor's out. Philip Lindsay, Jalen Samuel, Derrick Henry.
0: I will sit Samuel.
1: This is from Roy Rogers. Hmm. Uh, Dear Carl, Theo, Eddie, and Hans.
0: Those are... Oh,
1: Hockey players. Who are
0: they? (laughs) I think they're famous poets.
1: Yes. I was listening to another great show by you guys. Got very into your best action hero debate. John McClane is such a great hero because he's basically a normal guy thrust into abnormal situations. He doesn't have any intense military background training, top, top secret government assassin program. Uh, sorry, I'm rushing here. He doesn't have any special abilities like Vampire Daywalker, and his story takes place in the real world. He didn't need to take the blue pill. John McClane is a New York cop that has real-life problems. Divorced, his kids don't like him much, and he's usually a stubborn jerk. But when push comes to shove, he shove, he does what he needs to do. Only other action hero I would put up there with him is Axel Foley. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Um, now that Is
0: Axel Foley an action Movie character yeah. or a comedy movie character? I think
1: it, I think he's,
0: I think it's a little, it's both, yeah, but yeah. it's not, you know, it's a little more comedy.
1: It's borderline. Carol
0: was played by Eddie Murphy, who was a comedian.
1: Borderline. All right. Pick one in PPR. Robbie Anderson, James, Con- uh, Robbie Anderson, Damian Williams, or Jalen Richard?
0: I'm picking one. Yeah. Damian.
1: Bills, Vikings, Jaguars. Vikings. Okay, thank you, Roy Rogers. Why do you you
0: have Buffalo on your team? They're playing the Patriots. Justin Spokan. Pick Pick a balance.
1: Justin Spokan. I'm going
0: to win fantasy leagues because of him.
1: Pick a running back for flex, or pick a flex: Jalen Samuels, Damian Williams, Jamal Williams, Marlon Mack. Mack. Wait, who?
0: Mack. I said.
1: Oh. Wait. There it is. God, I am so bad at this. I just did know it was You're pretending up. to have a radio show. Yeah, there you go. Okay, next email is from Scott W. in Portland. PPR. No, non-PPR. Non-PPR. Well, which is it? Non. Robert Woods, Josh Adams, Jamal Williams, Elijah Maguire. Woods, Adams, Jamal Williams, Maguire.
0: I think Woods has the most
1: upside. In non-PPR? Yeah. Okay, might have the most upside. Is that who you'd play? Yes. Yes. Tennessee, Dallas, or Atlanta? Tennessee. From Matt in the snack food capital of Pennsylvania.
0: Mm. Snack food
1: capital of Pennsylvania.
0: Is this like where they make tasty cakes? I don't know. Or Hers potato chips?
1: I've never had those. This would be snack food. Yeah, I don't know. See if I'm you can look Googling
0: Tasty Cake Factory.
1: I think it's Hanover. Hanover. Okay, question is, Um, I'm starting Camara and McCaffrey, and Nick Chubb is my flex. Would you bench any of them to get Henry or Hilton into your lineup? Nope. Yeah, wow, you're loaded. Mazel tov. Joel in Chicago. Allen Robinson or DJ Moore? or Adam Humphreys, or Antonio Calloway, or Corey Davis?
0: i kind of like Humphreys the best of the group.
1: Browns defense or Titans defense? Adam, I think I would go with the Titans.
0: I was going to make a joke. It wasn't going to work. Never mind. <laughs> Titans.
1: Phil from Boston. I need three to start. Oh, he's 15-0. and 15-0, oh. yeah.
0: It reminds me of someone I know who's got a team that is 13-0-1. Oh, yeah? Going for the championship this week.
1: He's played 14 games, and we're in week 16.
0: He had a bye, jerk. Uh,
1: (laughs) Good call. All right, Phil needs to sit one of these guys, Dave. Are you ready? Hold on. Lay it on me. Nick Chubb, Melvin Gordon, Joseph Mixon, Saquon Barkley.
0: This seems like a difficult question on the surface,
1: but it's not. I am sitting Joe Mixon. Yeah, I think so. Thank you, Phil. All right, let's talk a little bit of FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash FFT. Sign up for our contest, FanDuel.com slash FFT. Dave and I will go through our lineups right after this.
0: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Okay, Dave, how you feel about your FanDuel
0: lineup? Are you going to keep the streak alive? I think I'm going to keep the streak alive because I loaded up on running backs. I've got Nick Chubb, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dalvin Cook all in my lineup. And you might say to yourself, "How the heck did you get those three guys in your lineup? They're all very expensive." Well, I went cheap city at quarterback with Sam Darnold going up against the Green Bay Packers. I stacked him with Robbie Anderson, who's still really cheap at 5900. Julian Edelman at 7000. Alshon Jeffrey at 6300. That's pretty cheap. Evan Ingram at tight end, 5700 and the Cleveland Browns defense at 4400. That's my squad. Come take my money.
1: You could even go a $1000 cheaper at DST, put the Falcons in there. And but I think a
0: lot of people are going to do that, so I'm differentiating.
1: Yeah, I uh, I have a little Packers stack, stackers. Rodgers, Jamal Williams and Devontae Adams with Marlon Mack, with the Marlon Mack in the pack. That's my team name. So Rodgers, Mack Williams, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Robbie Anderson, Evan Ingram. You have Anderson and Ingram, right?
0: I've heard of them, yes.
1: You have them, right? Yes. And Nick Chubb? Uh, yeah, Evan Ingram. Yeah, so I've, I have Chubb. Dave and I have Chubb, Anderson, and Ingram in common.
0: So you're not allowed to use those guys. In <laughs> when you play in other leagues or in GPPs, you can use them. But if you're playing in the FFT league, you're not allowed.
1: So I guess we should give some advice, not just our lineup. So let me take a look at the uh, the slate here, kind of go through.
0: I'll tell you the first thing that I found that was interesting was that Ezekiel Elliott is cheaper on FanDuel than he is on other daily sites.
1: Yeah, Jalen Samuel, 6,700. Let me see how much Zeke is. Zeke is still pretty expensive. He's the fourth most expensive running back behind Gurley, McCaffrey, and Barkley.
0: Yeah, but it still it seems like he's a bargain at that price compared to what he costs if you play elsewhere.
1: I can't. Like, he's the first running back I would consider. Like, I'm not going to play Gurley for obvious reasons. Unless you want to be contrarian, you know, because I'm I'm Joe everyday fantasy guy. Like, I'm not going to play Gurley because I'm worried about the injury. Like, if he plays, obviously. I'm not going to play McCaffrey because I'm worried about that offense being terrible and he's the second most expensive running back. I'm not going to play Barkley because of what we saw last week and the fact that the Colts have a good run defense. So, Zeke is going to destroy the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think he's a great play. Uh, Joe Mixon, at the fifth most expensive running back, not including James Conner, not going to play him. Alvin Kamara against the Steelers, who give up, I think, the third fewest receiving yards to running backs. You know, he's probably fine, but probably not going to play him. Nick Chubb. I wonder if yes. he's
0: the contrarian
1: guy. Kamara, yeah. I, I don't
0: know how many people Mixon. are going to go with him when they can go with Chubb for a couple hundred shekels less.
1: Mixon's probably contrarian. Leonard Fournette, I imagine, will be pretty damn contrarian, but he's expensive, risky. So you know, look at Jalen Samuels is affordable. Jamal Williams is only fifty eight hundred. Robbie Anderson is fifty nine hundred. That's why I have them both, and that's why a lot of people will have them both. Um, how about uh, how about tight end? What are we doing at tight end? Ertz is the most expensive. He and Kittle are seventy four hundred. Gronkowski is sixty six hundred. Ebron, 61. Burton, 59. Like, no way. And Ingram, 57. And after that, like, I just don't want to take anyone. But Najoku, I think, would be interesting. Hooper now becomes more interesting. Yeah, but the problem
0: is that Najoku and Hooper are still in that 5,000 range. You just have to pony up a few extra bucks, and you've got Evan Ingram on your team.
1: Yep. Two straight 70-yard games for Evan Ingram.
0: Yeah. I I think most people are going to take him. I'm looking at, like, the the dirt cheap tight ends and that's even 4,000 4,200 somewhere in that range. I don't think there's really anyone there that people would consider. So I would expect most people on FanDuel to draft Ingram or one of the other tight ends. That's higher in price.
1: Yeah. And contrarian wise, Zach Ertz is going to be a contrarian play. I would think Heath knows this stuff better than I do for sure. But yeah, people like Darwin
0: will be in a bunch of lineups. Yeah. But like Ertz, Ertz
1: is the most expensive guy. And, you know, he's risky, but like I said, there, are, I think there have been like six tight ends with, uh, seven or more targets against the Houston Texans, and every single one of them is scored. So, Ertz consistently gets those targets, and the Texans stink against tight ends. Um, and then I guess quarterback, what, well, what are you thinking for quarterback? Uh, Roethlisberger as the most expensive guy seems risky. Matt Ryan, <laughs> like, no, yeah, seems risky. Drew Brees, Yeah, maybe. Luck, Goff, Watson, Aaron Rodgers. I I really like Rodgers this week. You went with Darnold.
0: Yes, we both went with a quarterback in your bonanza. There
1: you go. Yeah, I can't really see myself using anybody else. Yeah, okay. Dave, I'm done here. All righty. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good luck. Win a championship. And if you don't win a championship.
0: Don't we deserve it after all these... Games and weeks and months, mm-hmm. especially the last month. Yeah, we, we deserve, deserve some success, some riches, some fortune, and some pride. Mm-hmm. Go set those lineups. Be bold. Have fun. And good luck to everyone. Well said. Except set for you. Ethan Jamie, who I
1: play. <laughs> then that is it for today's show. In the words of Mike Tyson's punch out. Na 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 na.